Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. And today is an exciting day. It's the big day. The Kraken was released hours ago. I released my new short documentary on the wishing machine slash radionics slash psionics meeting gathering that we had in December of 2018. I released the documentary called Wish Masters. Wish Masters. And the website for the movie is wishmasters.com. It's 16 minutes long. I wanted to keep it short and to the point. We're all very busy people these days. And you can go there and you can watch it for free. I posted it on Vimeo and YouTube and all that stuff is linked up for your convenience there at wishmastersmovie.com. And I'll tell you a little bit more about this. For one thing, already, uh, last time I checked, I mean, thousands of people around the world have watched this thing and absolutely love it. I mean, I'm getting wonderful feedback. Um, I'm getting so many interesting questions. I mean, it's it's really very exciting to put something like this out there for free and just sort of see what the reaction is all over the world. Uh, so everybody's loved it. Nobody yet has said one bad thing. I hope it stays that way. Um, but we shot this thing in a little area called West Alice, which is basically right there in on the outskirts of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And you may or may not realize the reason that uh, we did this is, you know, I produced this gathering. It's something I've been wanting to do for years and just been too busy to, um, to make the trip and to put it all together. But uh, the people who are primarily featured in this program are myself, Dr. Mulder, Charles Casamano, and Tom Vrilock. And it turns out last December, uh, both Charles Casamano and Tom Vrilock were living right there in the same little area in Milwaukee. So it made sense uh, for us to just say, well, okay, well, half of us are, are, are there, so let's do the thing there. And it was, uh, it was uh, to me, it started off on an amazing foot because the idea of planning something there in Milwaukee, right there on the, the shores of the Great Lakes in, in wintertime is risky. And so I contacted everybody and I said, look, we're going to have to try to do this in December because I have such a busy year the rest of the year. I, you know, I have this little window when I can do this now because people take off time for the holidays. So let's make sure the weather is as good as possible. Let's all use our devices use our wishing machines, use our wands, use our patterns, prayer boards, whatever we have, and let's manifest good weather. And it was truly miraculous because right there in December, you know, I flew from Las Vegas to Milwaukee and you could not ask for better, clearer weather. It was cold, but it was nice and clear and sunny. And I mean, it was just perfect conditions between here and Milwaukee. Now, ironically at that time, there was a blizzard in the southeast, the southeastern part of the country. So the north was nice and clear, which that's usually, of course, when you get all, you know, where you get all the snow. And then the south, you'd think, would have better chances. But the south is really getting hammered these days. Uh, the jet stream is just always pulling all the precipi- uh, precipitation, <laughs> precipitation down there. 
And so uh, Dr. Mulder drove up from South Carolina. So he was driving right through the middle of a blizzard as he was going through Tennessee and Kentucky. But, uh, you know, he didn't have any problems. I mean, he, he, I don't even think he stopped. I think he might have stopped and, you know, used the bathroom at some point. But other than that, he just drove straight on from South Carolina to Milwaukee. Uh, to Milwaukee. And so we got there, and uh, it was just perfect conditions for this. I shot this, uh, all of this, really, in... Um, in less than a day, I mean, our gathering were all. There was only one evening, really, where all four of us were together, and uh, and of course we have again myself, Dr. Mulder, Charles Casamano, Tom Vrilock, and also we have Donna Casamano, Chuck's wife, who is in the documentary, and so um, she's a really interesting lady, has some great stories to add, and so uh, so there was a very small group of us. Uh, all together and yet in that evening I shot tons and tons and tons of material I don't even know how many hours I mean we didn't we didn't start wrapping till probably close to five in the morning so we started at I think we got together for dinner at I don't know five or six p.m. and then after dinner we went over and uh and started shooting this thing so that that gives you an idea of how uh how this was put together and so I didn't know until I started watching the footage if any of this was even going to be usable it wasn't like I went in there with some kind of budget nobody got paid anything I mean we just flew in we had dinner you know I rented some space at a local hotel and so we just went in and talked about a bunch of stuff and I filmed it with all my own equipment I took all my own cameras and tripods and lights and microphones you know now Dr. Mulder has no production experience. I said, Dr. Mulder, help me do this and that, and uh, you will get your first credit as an associate producer. So he did everything he could to help me, and so sure enough, um, you can say this was a two-man crew. Uh, And so Dr. Mulder is the associate producer of this short documentary called Wish Masters. And I, you know, I don't know if I'm going to send this to some film festivals or not. We'll just see how it goes. But, but the main thing I wanted to do was kind of capture the essence of what these devices are about and the things that we are discussing in general. And I say that because most of the time, if you get on the Internet and you look up wishing machines or radionics or psionics, I mean, you're not going to have a lot of quality stuff pop up. A lot of the videos are just like, guys sitting there on their webcams and it's just boring it doesn't make a lot of sense i mean so this is i believe the most comprehensive user friendly if you want to call it that presentation regarding this subject matter that uh, has probably ever been put out there and i can guarantee you i had the top minds in the world all together so the content is quality content so I hope that you'll go there if and I don't see why you wouldn't and just watch this thing wishmastersmovie.com wishmastersmovie.com and of course um I sat down for these past 3 months or so and I've been watching this stuff and watching this stuff you should see my notes I have all these maniacal notebooks just filled with you know at this second this guy says this and at this second this lady says that and you know and I had to, to to read through all that stuff and then see how you know it looked because some of the stuff looked better than other stuff and I was like yeah 
maybe I shouldn't use this because the lighting's poor or whatever. And then organize it and cut it and shape it into what you're going to experience. Uh, I also, I did compose uh, music for the whole thing. And I recorded the music right here in Las Vegas. And I put my music with it and I just wasn't happy, to be honest with you. Um, because I, I think my uh, I was being a little too ambitious with what I wanted to do, and I realized, okay, for me to get the music to sound the way that I want it to sound is going to be a much, much, much bigger project. So I do have a version of it with my music, but I haven't released that. This version that you're going to see is a version that has some great inspirational, triumphant music, but I did not compose it. So uh, I, I bought the rights to this music. So that is the only part of this film, if you want to call it that, that um, is, is not truly original. And then also I showed um, a few seconds from a, uh, a cartoon in the movie What the Bleep down the rabbit hole and gave them of course credit for that uh great great movie i mean if you've never seen what the bleep do we know you know you 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 have to watch that in the extended version those are mind-boggling films wonderfully done but uh anyway so when it was all cut together and i and i cut it and cut it and cut it and then, then i finally watched it and i was happy with it and i thought well i need to put some kind of a press release together for this and when you put together a press release, it can't just be like a big ad for your product. Hey, I made something. Go look at it. You know, you need to find an angle. And I was like, I wonder what kind of an angle might actually be worthy of a press release, like a newsworthy angle. And then it occurred to me like, hmm, okay, here are probably some things that might potentially be newsworthy. So I wrote up a press release that came out with the movie. And I'm going to read the press release to you. Here it is. Uh, Government uses wishing machines, claims new documentary. See, that's an interesting headline, isn't it? Because right off the bat, you're like, oh, well, is this true? I mean, is the government using wishing machines? So again, the headline, government uses wishing machines, claims new documentary. Here's the press release. Uh, issued from Las Vegas, Nevada, March 11th, 2019. At least one officer at a U.S. military base has used exotic technology called radionics or wishing machines to treat PTSD and reported a 30% drop in the suicide rate in approximately one month, according to a new short film on the subject. The radionics engineer, calling himself Dr. Mulder, claims this is one of numerous projects he's worked on with members of the U.S. military. Joshua P. Warren, producer-director of the documentary, says he thinks wishing machines are commonly used in politics as well. Quote, During the recent presidential campaign, we sold quite a few of these experimental devices to people who just so happened to have last names that matched the candidates, Warren says. Another radionics expert in the film, Tom Vrelock, says he used radionics in 2014 to transform Super Typhoon Niguri into a tropical storm and move it away from Japan. Quote, 
I believe we need to embrace the reality of these machines and start using them to help prevent weather-related disasters, says Warren. Quote, no one knows how this works, but the success rate is astonishing. We think it is an effect related to quantum physics and consciousness, end quote. The wishing machine received mainstream attention in 2015 in a popular mechanics article and in a segment on ABC News 13 in Asheville, North Carolina. Warren's new documentary, Wishmasters, is a 16-minute long film and can be viewed for free at wishmastersmovie.com online. And then the press release has links. There's a link to the Popular Mechanics article right there on the Popular Mechanics website. And there is also a link to the ABC News 13 segment. So, there you have it. And if you are uh, related to a news source, I hope that you will um, squeeze that in there. You know, everybody is so obsessed these days with just the the political brainwashing that happens on a daily basis and it really is interesting and uplifting to have stories that um, are not just about some person in a political position saying something that agitates you uh, you'll find that wishmastersmovie.com has uh, an uplifting message and again it's all free so if you're with the media go there you'll find the press release there there's also a telephone number there if you want to call but that's for media inquiries only and uh just go check it out you know i was so excited this was going to come out that yesterday on sunday lauren and i were uh, we, we were actually out running some errands you know me i'm always working on some new projects and stuff i said lauren i feel like celebrating because I have worked really hard over the past three months to try to, you know, put this presentation together properly. I said, let's do something celebratory. So we're driving around, and guess what? We look over here in Las Vegas, and there's this gigantic Ikea. Gigantic Ikea. So we went into Ikea. I said, Lauren, we've been to Ikea a few times. You know, that's the big furniture company, and you have to assemble your stuff yourself. And I'm a very lucky man because Lauren, she loves to put things together. She's into like Legos and all the, you know, these Lincoln Log kind of things. She loves just putting stuff together. And I don't like doing that. So we make a great team. So anyway, we go into this huge Ikea. I said, Lauren, I've never had the Ikea Swedish meatballs, the famous Ikea Swedish meatballs. So she says, me neither. We're like, well, damn it, let's go have these uh, meatballs. So we go, and uh, boy, they had a nice big cafeteria. So we get some of these Ikea Swedish meatballs and gravy. Boy, they were good. I know now, I'm sorry, I know you're probably craving some Swedish meatballs and gravy. But it was really good, and I was like, all right, we got a little food in our bellies. Let's walk around here and buy some shit, you know? So we go around, and I look at, like, probably 30 minutes later, because this place is so big, you're just like, rambling through it i look over and i see this big nice hammock that has its own stand and i you know and it occurred to me i 
have never owned a hammock in my entire life. You know, for years I was in the Caribbean. I had my place in the Caribbean and I had palm trees and stuff and like other people had hammocks. I've never owned a hammock. I said, by God, today I'm going to buy a hammock. That's what I'm going to do. So we bought this really nice hammock and uh, brought it home and Lauren couldn't wait to just get on the floor and start putting this thing together and you know here in Las Vegas I'm a very fortunate man I I have a balcony and uh, and I have these nice big windows and if I look out one direction I see all the beautiful mountains and if I look out another direction I see the strip with all the excitement and in the evening I see the light from the Luxor pyramid firing up into the air and I thought, man, I have some space on this balcony. This will be the perfect place to put this hammock. So we put the hammock out there. And uh, I have some wireless earbuds so I can play music, whatever the hell I'm into, and lay in this hammock and just rock back and forth and watch the, the strip. Or, like, for example, this morning, the sunrise here is incredible. I look at the sun come up and sometimes I wake up just to watch the sunrise because it's so amazingly clear here in the desert and all the clouds they turn this bright pink and purple shade and it, it, you can't capture it. I don't even try to take pictures and video footage of this anymore. I don't even attempt it. It can't be done. It cannot be captured. I just sit there and appreciate it. So now I can sit there in this hammock and watch the sun come up over the mountains and then in the evening I can go out there and see all the excitement and the hustle and bustle happening over on the strip and the lights shooting out of the pyramid so that shows you how old I am that I've gotten to the point where I'm in Las Vegas where you can do any damn thing you want to and what I did to celebrate this film coming out was I had some Swedish meatballs and gravy from Ikea and then I bought a hammock but I tell you what that's some pretty good uh, that's some pretty good stuff in my opinion I'm happy let's put it that way I'm happy so anyway I've talked enough about this movie you get the picture you know that you have to go to wishmastersmovie.com and watch this thing and look at the press release and send it to everybody you know. Why wouldn't you do that? Okay, this is basically, I look at this as almost being a public service, to be honest with you. But that's not it. That's not all. I have another announcement for you. So, earlier this year, I was talking to you about the fact that this year, I truly believe, is going to be the year when I might be able to prove once and for all that ghosts exist. I was a little premature because I was saying that 2017 might be the year, but I'm, I'm, I'm ambitious, you know. If you're shooting for the sun, uh, maybe you'll make it to the moon, right? So it's taken me a little longer just because I have so much stuff going on. But I think I have a very good chance this year of ending the discussion, Are Ghosts Real? Of actually proving once and for all 
the ghosts are real because we're never going to get to the bottom of what ghosts are unless we just accept they're real that they actually exist so that's I think part of my destiny, part of my fate, part of my purpose, part of why I am here on earth. And so I have put together this idea for a system. I'm not going to get too detailed yet. I'll be telling you more about this soon. But it's a system that will capture a ghost when it appears from every single angle. It will affect instrumentation. I mean, when it's documented, I will take a lie detector test, and everybody connected with it will take a lie detector test to swear this is not a hoax or whatever. Like, I'll do anything I can so we can end this futile discussion about whether or not ghosts are real. They are real, and we need to move past that question mark onto okay, well, what's going on here, and how can we learn from this? So, I've been looking for locations, and if you've been listening to this podcast, you know what I'm talking about. I've been I've been looking for good locations, and I've had people email me from all over the world giving me advice on where to go, and I found my first location to try this at. Now, I'm not going to tell you where it is. That would be dumb. If I told you exactly where it is, then... For one thing, you could go there and try to tamper with the evidence, right? You try to mess with me, and uh, so I don't want that. You know, anytime you're going to do a paranormal investigation, you should keep it as quiet as possible until it's over because you don't want to inspire people to go there who don't take this seriously and mess with you, okay? The second thing is I'm going to have some expensive equipment set up unattended for a long duration, like about a week. And you can imagine how delightful that would be to be all excited going back to see what my equipment picked up and open the door and guess what? All your shit is gone! That would be wonderful to experience that, right? So there are many reasons not to say exactly where I'm going to do this, but I have found, I have found a motel. I'm not going to tell you where it is. I have found a motel that has a very scary, sordid, seedy history. And I have been in contact with some of the people at this motel. They they know that I'm into ghosts, but they don't know exactly what I'm doing. Okay. There is a room that I found that is so haunted, the maid will not go in there and clean the room. There is at least one confirmed death in the room. And it's the death of somebody who was quite famous, or famous enough, you know, so that it's in the it's in the Wikipedia, you know what I mean? Like you can find all the details about this person's death. This place has been around for decades though, so there's no telling. I mean I, I other people a lot of folks call this, well, look, I don't want to give away too much, but but let me just say, many people have committed suicide on this property, and it's like the perfect place for me to, to put this all together and try it out for the first time. So, very soon, I'm going to be telling you more about this. 
I have to get everything in place. I have to get all the cameras. I'm working with Mobius on this. This is the first investigation and what we're, we're calling the Mobius mission because there are a number of people around the world who are going to be charter members and founders of this at the ground roots level. But I am the first field investigator who's going to get the cameras and take them out and set all the stuff up and make sure everything is done like perfectly. And then I'll be taking all the data and I'll put it, I'll save it and I'll send it to Mobius. And then he is the first person who's actually going to like lay eyes on all this stuff and, and, and look at all the footage and everything and send it to me. And then, uh, again, I'll have other people who will be charter founding members of this who will get uh, the opportunity to be the first people to see what the hell we get. And you actually do have the ability to be one of the founding members of this. But I'm not ready to tell you about that yet. I'm just getting this rolling, but my prediction is that very soon, like sometime this spring, I'm going to be ready to do this for the first time, and we'll see how it goes, we'll see what we do or do not get, and then I will be rolling that into, of course, bigger and better and more amazing things. So this is extremely exciting. This is the kind of thing that makes me want to get up in the morning. You know, like, I can't wait. I cannot wait to see how all this is coming together. So anyway, look, there's a ton of stuff that I could talk to you about. There are more projects. I told you this was going to be a crazy year, and you can see I was not bullshitting you. This is a crazy year. It's a fun year. A lot of good stuff coming. You have no idea. Your mind is going to be continually blown. So... Here's what you should take away from this podcast today. Go to wishmastersmovie.com. Watch the free 16-minute documentary called Wishmasters that I put together based on our experience at the uh, event I produced there in December of 2018 in Milwaukee. Wishmastersmovie.com. My website is joshuapwarren.com. And if you go to joshuapwarren.com, you're going to find a lot of interesting stuff. Yes, I'm still working on batch number two with the prayer boards. And, you know, they're being shipped as quickly as possible in the order they come in. If you go there, you'll find a link to them. Check out the Curiosity Shop. You know, explore all the good stuff that I have put together and made available for you at joshuapwarren.com. And while you are there, look at the link. It's got red on it, so it should catch your eye. It's right there on the homepage. The link to this podcast called Joshua P. Warren Daily. It's called that because I try, I try to leave one for you every day. I don't always succeed, but I try. It's always short. It's always free. There's no commercial. It's independent. It's actually uncensored. I can say whatever I want to. I've, I, sometimes I have to prove this. You know, when I first started doing podcasts, I just say, oh, fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck. Okay, I oh, there it is. I said it. It's out of my system, right? I can say it. This is a free, uncensored podcast. You can subscribe to it through various means. Or you can just follow me on Twitter, at Joshua P. Warren, at Joshua P. Warren, and I will tweet when a new one is available. So, thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. 
and I will talk to you again soon.